Hello, my name's David and this is the Hypothetic RL, a podcast about the what-ifs of rugby league history. Uh, there you go, I remembered the name and the uh, intro of my podcast, that's excellent. My, I have a special guest today, I have uh, Troy from the Para Cave podcast, so how are you going tonight, Troy? I'm very good, thank you very much for having me on your show. That's a Looking pleasure, it. it's an absolute pleasure. So, um, I've been reaching out to a bunch of different podcasts to talk to them and, and you know, basically just uh, have a, a good conversation with, with other podcasts in the sphere of the Hypothetic RL. And I, I sent something out to you, Troy, and you came up with a, a very interesting idea, um, which we're going to do. And it's um, it's basically a draft, but it's a Parramatta Eels draft um, from two different eras. So um, do you want me to describe it? I think probably I, th- I can or you can, either way. Oh, no, you can go ahead, mate. Uh, all should right. Be all right. Yeah. So, the basic idea, guys, is going to be that I have a list of every player that played in the Parramatta Grand Final runs from eighty-one to eighty-three plus eighty-six, um, and I have the list of the twenty twenty-two season as well. So, what we're going to do is we're going to go in turn, flipping between either list, and we're going to draft a team. Um, we're going to draft a team each. Uh, basically, once someone selects a player, they're not available anymore, so it's a, a true draft. Um, and we're just going to have a general chat about how great the Parramatta Eels are. Sounds good to me. <laughs> so, before we keep going, uh, do you want to tell us a little bit more about Paracave Podcast and what you normally do? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, no, I started it about oh, 80 episodes now ago, um, and... Yeah, basically it is rugby league based. Um, uh, uh, mostly uh, former players trying to interview as many Parramatta players uh, from the past, and even if I can get the chance to do a couple of current players as well. But mm. yeah, it's just a just an interview based uh, podcast with former rugby league players from all clubs because uh, I just love rugby league and hopefully a lot more Parramatta players. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, obviously, you know, you're a mad Parramatta fan, uh, as as am I, so that's why we're doing it, what we're doing tonight. Um, but uh, so you have had players, obviously, of other other clubs as well. So uh, check it out, guys, if you, if you love talking to, love hearing interviews with ex, ex players and maybe even some current players. It's um, it's really good to listen to. So um, I don't have a very big base of uh, people listen to me. Troy, but uh, maybe a few of them might come across and listen to your podcast, and uh, we'll see if we can get a, a few more people over there as well. Uh, any promotion is good promotion. <laughs> All good. All right. So, uh, as I said just before we were going to start, uh, we're going to do it with a, a coin flip um, because I realise that both of these teams is gonna, are going to need a coach. And when you talk about a coach of Parramatta Eels in, the, in these two different areas we're talking about, um, you've got three choices. One of them's John Money, one of them's Brad Arthur, and the other one is obviously Jack Gibson. So I'm pretty sure if anyone who gets to choose is going to choose Jack Gibson as their coach, I'd imagine you would have done that if you got to choose a coach. Uh, oh, look, let's, let's just wait and see. Uh, <laughs> okay. Might make, might make it interesting. <laughs> no, that's fine. So what I might do, I've got a little coin here. Um, you can't see it, but you'll have to take my take the honour of me saying the right thing. So I'm yep. going to do the little flip, and you can just tell me heads or tails, and I'll let you know if you have. Yeah, I'll let you know which one it is, and, and okay. whether you get to choose. All right, cool. I flipped it. Uh, tails, please. It is. It's heads. So okay. I get to choose. There you go. Um. <laughs> Well, you didn't seem that keen on Jack Gibson, so I'm going to take him as my coach. Um, so I'm going to write that down. Yep. Gibson. So he's my coach, um, which means that you get to choose first. Um, you can either choose from the grand final winners' pool, or you can choose from the current players' pool. Oh, okay. In positions. Uh, you, you can choose any position you want. Basically, we're going to just go through. Um, if you want to choose them and tell me what position they're going to play in, that's fine. Or okay. if you want to yep. just choose them and we'll put in positions later, either way it's fine. Okay. Well, you know, why don't we just start at number one and work our way down. And um, For my number one, I'll go a, a current player, so I'll go Clint Gutherson. Oh, he takes the captain. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Clint in at fullback. Um, that's, a, that's a good choice because... Um, 
Yeah, looking at the the fullback stakes, I mean, there's some good fullbacks. There's a couple of good ones there, but um, I think Gutherson is a very good choice. Um, yeah, look, I really love him. I've got a story about uh, Gutherson. Actually, this is this is okay. going to be my excuse to tell a bunch of Parramatta stories. That's so, fine with me. <laughs> so it's fun with you. If I've lost anyone who's not a Parramatta fan by now, too bad. It's just the end of you. Um, so yeah, basically, when he first came to the club. Uh, he wasn't really well liked, I don't think. You know, he didn't have so many great performances. He played on the wing, and and I think a lot of people thought he was a bit of a, a bit of a bomb. You know, like didn't really do that great. Um, and then one day uh, at Parramatta Stadium, they were doing one of these ones where they run out of the ground and they they throw the balls to the crowd. And uh, I caught the Clint Gutherson ball, uh, and from that point on, he went on to. Uh, changed positions. He played, started playing fullback. He became the club captain. I'm uh, basically I am taking all credit for the fact that he became the player he is because once I caught that ball, I, I don't know what hap- happened, but uh, he became he became one of the greats. So um, I'm going to take all the credit if that's okay. Okay, no, that's fair enough. Mate. Great story. <laughs> um, can I just ask you as well? You might as yep. well give me your coach because I can't choose two coaches. So do you want Brad Arthur or do you want John Money? Yeah, look, I'll, I'll go. I'll go the current coach, BA Brad Arthur. Um, my first pick was Clint Gutherson, current, so I might as well go with Brad as a, <laughs> as a coach as well, current. So yeah, why not Brad? That's cool. Well, actually, if you would have gotten um, if you would have gotten Jack Gibson, I would have gone Brad Arthur too. Not nothing yeah. against John Money, but I feel that like no, John Money no. inherited a team and did what he could with it. But yeah, I yeah, I don't, I don't think. Um, I don't think he was as good as what, what people say. So, yeah. I need to pick a current player. Um, this is going to be interesting. Who am I going to pick? Oh, okay, let's let's go. I'm going to go for our hooker. Our current hooker, Reed Marnie, is going to be my pick. Okay, yeah. Um, we all wish he wouldn't leave. Uh, there's still time, Reed. if you're listening to this. Uh, we will forgive you uh, if you... Okay. As if you if you um, decide that Canterbury is not the way to go, uh, we're happy to take you back. Um, but yeah, I I just think he's a great player. He's he's a bit injury prone, and and not that I hope anything bad for him. But um, I kind of if he goes to play for Canterbury, it wouldn't be bad if he doesn't. If he mixes seasons like he's been doing at the moment. Uh, but you know, if he stayed at Parramatta, I'd hope you get a really you know a few good really good seasons out of him. Um, I think if that Harry Grant guy hadn't come along, then he would definitely be, you know, the state of origin, you know, the Queensland hooker, and you know, probably in a couple of years' time, be pushing for for Australian hooker. So, I think he's a really, really good player, and I just hope that um, he he does a really has a really good career. Yeah, definitely. We wish him all the best. Hopefully Although not, against not when he plays against Parramatta. Parramatta. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so it's so you get to choose now um, one of the. From one from the grand final winners pool. So, um, yeah, let me know who you want from that one. All right. Well, uh, I've got the fullback, so might as well keep on going with, with the spine, so to speak. You've got a hooker. Uh, I've got a fullback. So I'll go with a 5'8", mm-hmm. and I'll go Brett Kenny. I see. How did I know you were a Brett Kenny guy? You're a Brett Kenny guy, aren't you? Oh, I am. Yeah, I am. Massive I fan. Massive fan. I Should be an immortal, I reckon. Well, this is the discussion. Um, I don't know if you saw recently on on Twitter there was a discussion uh, with a certain Tigers fan trying to push Benji Marshall as an immortal, which he's been doing for quite a while now. Um, <laughs> and and I said to him, look, you can have Benji Marshall if you like, but you've got to have at least three Parramatta players from the eighties first, um, and definitely Brett Kenny's one of them. So. And the other one is the guy I'm going to choose because I don't want to lose this halfback. So I'm taking Peter Sterling. Okay, uh, we're going yeah. to we're going to we're going to uh, mix. Uh, sorry, separate them a little bit, um, and we'll de- we'll take Sterling there. I actually think everyone who knows me knew that that's the first one I was going to choose from that pool. But I kind of wanted to shock people, and then I thought, no, because you've taken Kenny. If he comes back around and he takes Sterling off me too, I'm not going to be too happy about it. Yeah, no, you can't can't lose that. It'll be like um, the two teams. Uh, was it Wigan and Hull playing against each other? Are they going to do it in this in this mock game that we do, or this this yeah, right. you know these two pools? They're playing against each other. Um, but I think that at this point, I've got 
I've got a pretty damn good playmaker there in Peter Sterling. Like, if if he doesn't become an immortal at some point, I don't know what's going on with the immortals because it's it's just ridiculous. So yeah, it, it is ridiculous that uh, not one Parramatta player from those glory days of the eighties isn't an immortal. So mm. yeah, oh, I well, agree. We can you can. We can uh, keep talking about that till our faces go blue, but it just seems like there's not enough respect for that team. So you know, I think it's I think it's a little bit of jealousy from some of the people, and and uh, yeah, they just they've just decided that they're not going to choose from that era. So if they start choosing more modern players, I think that that's when we're going to be have a pro- that's when it's going to be they're going to have a problem with me. Basically, I don't think they're going to be able to to handle what I say to them. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. All good. So you get to choose from our current list again. Okay, so current list. Look, I'm going to go a uh, centre, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go Will Penasini. Oh, nice selection. Um, huge wraps on this guy. Um, he's only a young kid and a lot of potential. Um, we saw... A little bit of him last season, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, a full preseason under his belt. Look out, twenty twenty two. I think could be for Will. Yeah, I, I I agree totally, and I'm one of the ones who could not believe that they left Tom Opacek in the centres for so damn long last year. And yeah, I just, I mean, I I was I was. I knew this kid. Like I, I watched reserve grade. I, you know, watched well, whatever it's called, New South Wales Cup, wherever it is, for quite a while. And I knew he was coming through. And I knew they were just trying to give him a bit of time. Um, but you could tell he's all class. And you can see when he when he got his his chance. Yeah, excellent player. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, look, I, I, I that's a great choice. I, I, if you didn't take him, I was probably going to take him soon. So, um, uh, great mind singer like. I know. I, I'm going to be very. I'm going to be very vengeful to you here. I think this is going to make this really tough for you. Um, okay. So I am going to be interesting. I'm going to take Mitchell Moses and put him at five eight. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I. I just. I don't know. I love. I love something about the way he plays. Obviously, you know, a lot of people who don't who don't support Parramatta don't like him. A lot of Tigers fans don't like him. He's he's a really quality um, half, and um, I don't know how he gels with Peter Sterling, but I feel like he's got the running game and Sterling's got the organisation, um, yep. and I think they could probably do quite well together. So, um, I mean, obviously different eras, so we don't know what, how they would go, but uh, there's there's definitely a tenacity to Moses and, and, a, and a really good running game. So I think that's he kind of can suit as a 5'8". Obviously, he's playing halfback at the moment because we have another player who's a running player, and he's taking more of that mantle of the organizer. But I think with a an organizing half next to him, um, and someone who can provide, you know, for him, I think that that'd be a good choice. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, for sure. All right. Well, you're up on the the grand final winners pool again. Grand final winners pool. Oh, look, mate, I'm sorry to do this to you, but I'm going to go to the lock. And there's only one lock that you <laughs> can pick as a grand final winner, and that's with the perpetual motion, Ray Price. Again, yep. another one that you could throw into the immortal argument as well. Yeah, well, then he... that Yeah, look, I think my dad's a Bill Ray Price fan, a massive Ray Price fan. Um, he also jokes that he wanted to call me Ray Price Jr. Um, <laughs> so, you know, like it's... I think Ray Price might have, may well have been his favourite player, um, and just yeah, I mean you watch any, you watch that era and you watch that eighties era and, and even the seventies, like you watch him in the seventies, brilliant, and just went yeah. all day. I mean, Miss Perpetual Motion, as you said, and you know, just just a great player. So, oh for sure, yeah. All right, uh, where are we going to go next? I think we might need, we may need a bit of um, goal kicking ability here. I might take the other person who. <laughs> would be pretty close to being an immortal, Mick Cronin. Yeah, okay. That's not a. I, I'm. I mean, I've got a goal kicker already. I think I've I've stuffed you again because I've taken Mitchell Moses and Mick Cronin. But <laughs> that's um, right. Yeah. But that's okay because Gutherson can get goals for you. That's fine. Yeah, you can. Um, yeah, that's right. But I just I don't know there's something about Cronin, and I think, I think there was there's something steadying about him. So. Um, I have a feeling I'm going to end up with one or two young fellas in this back line, so I think he needs to be there to, to look after him. 
Yeah, why not? He's a he's a big influencing figure on the younger players. Um, so yeah, good choice. Cool. All right. Well, we're you're back up on the current guys again. Back on the current, uh, I'll go uh, to the engine room. Mm-hmm. I'll go Junior Paulo. <laughs> I swear that's twice you picked the guy I was going to pick next. <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, choice. Yeah. Oh. No. Current uh, co-captain just announced the other day. Yep. Um, state of origin rep from the last couple of years. Um, it's got a big motor, got some ball playing skills as well. So yeah, I'll go junior. He's he's an excellent choice. Um, well, if you're going to take one prop, I'll take the other one then. So I better take Regan Campbell Gillard. Um, I mean, we can forgive him for playing for Penrith before. Uh, because That's right, is that now? <laughs> yeah, well, I really think that he actually is playing better now than he was playing at Penrith. So I think we're getting the best out of him. I know, I know he did. He was really good and he was a rep and everything uh, back at Penrith. But I think he's got a different element to his game now. Um, he's not just a bash and barge. I think he's got a little bit of finesse to him. Uh, he's a great defender as well. And I look, at, he was just the right player to get at the right time. I think when we picked him up, and you know. If I can't have Junior Paul, I'll have to have Cam- Campbell Goulard. Yeah, no. Great choice as well. All Seems right. like um, all the uh, pairings are going to be ended up playing against each other. <laughs> well, it's only because every time you choose something, I choose the <laughs> other one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nah, it's interesting. Who's uh, up next? You're up next for, gra- for the grand final, guys. Oh, it's probably another one that I'm going to steal off you, probably. Um, number number two, Eric yeah. Gross Senior. Okay. The Guru. Uh, what a finisher. What a player. Um, a lot of people actually don't credit him for his defence, actually. Um, he always, whenever there was a break made, he was always chasing, and um, there was a few long chases that on the highlights reels that um, although he didn't stop the try, he was in there chasing. And I think there was one against Michael O'Connor at Parramatta Stadium. He was just, he gained on him, he grabbed him, but unfortunately O'Connor scored, but he never gave up in, mm. in defence. But yeah, just that bump and fend, the hip, the hip bump and tries in the corner. Great fellow off the field too. Yeah, and I mean, he, he was... I mean, I don't know too many wingers before him that had that kind of... Proto- he was sort of the prototype of the modern winger in a way, and he was there 25 years before any of them turned up. So it was... Um, yeah, it was... You know, it's definitely something about Eric Gray. And, and the one thing... I've said it before. The one thing that really disappoints me is, you know, his son had a similar body shape. He had all the speed in the world. He just didn't have the aptitude. He didn't have the, the drive to be to be the player because if if he would have I think he could have been like one of the greatest wingers of all time because I think he had a bit more speed speed than his old man and um you know it was sort of the game suited him a little bit more as well but um yeah look at I mean Eric Grossino just such a brilliant player I I don't get see sorry I didn't get to see a lot of him because I'm sort of I was like six when the last grand final was won so you know like I I got to see a little bit of the end of his career when he used to come on He'd have the headgear on, and he'd come on yep. at like number fifty-two or something. Um, and so I saw a bit of that, but yeah, I didn't get to see him in his prime like live. But yeah, from any footage you see of the old games, you can see just how much quality he had. Uh, likewise, I was I was eight years old, so yeah, I've a lot of highlight reels and uh, grand final DVDs and the, and the like. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I only saw a couple of times uh, live as well. Cool. All right, so I need. I need to pick again. Um, I'm going to go against the trend, and I'm going to keep a partnership together. I'm going to take Steve Eller in the centres. Okay, nice. Yep. And and Steve Eller could also end up playing fullback if I can't find a suitable one. So let's we'll put him at centres now, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, nice. Um, there you go. You got Crow and Crow and Eller together. I do, and I got Sterling to throw it to him. I've just got to make sure Mitchell Moses can can get in that back line properly, and then the rest of it's all you know. The Parramatta back line, so we should be pretty good. I just don't have a good winger at the moment, so we'll have to see what we can do about that. <laughs> yeah, nah, there's one or two. <laughs> oh, there's quite a few good ones in here, don't worry. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, there's quality. I mean, look, you're talking about the grand final winners is, you know, a group of guys from four different seasons who all played in grand finals. So every one of them is a quality player. Um, and the current Parramatta team, despite what anyone says, is a, you know, is a top eight type side, probably a top four side, depending yeah. on how they go. Um, and there's a lot of quality there. So, you know, I, I think I should be able to find some players to fill some of these other roles. Um, you're back up again for the current guys. Current guys? Um, look, I really love this bloke. Um, love the way he comes off the back fence. Nathan Brown. All right. Where do you want to put Nathan Brown? Do you want him in the second row or on the bench? Uh, probably another 17, please. Um, 17. Yeah, he'd have a massive impact off the bench, I reckon. Uh, just love the way, as I said, runs it off the back fence, no fear. Um, hopefully this season he's up for a big year. Hopefully injuries um, don't play a part. Um, but, yeah, state of origin rep, yeah, major impact off the bench. Yeah, that's, that is, that's very good. Um I tell you, that's a nice one-two punch. You have Ray Price on there, and then when he gets a bit tired, he comes off and Nathan Brown runs off the back fence. You can imagine how that's going to go for them. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, who am I going to go? Kind of a lot of backs, but I like the backs. Um, it's, t- it's getting tougher now. It is. It uh, is. Let's, let's see if we can... Be a bit creative. Um, I'm going to take Wonga Blake and put him on the wing. Okay. Yeah, nice. Sorry if I keep taking multiple people in positions, but I, I like him as a winger. And I know I know he's playing centre, and I know he's probably going to play centre next year, but I did mention the other day, I reckon that he actually is suited more as a winger than a centre. Um, yeah. And I think that a few times... Last year, when they kind of were doing a bit of position changing and moving him around, they put him out in that wing, and I think he offers a little bit out there as well. So I'm going to chuck him there, and we'll we'll see how we go. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, most Parramatta fans would like him out in the wing, I guess. Uh, instead of uh, so, then the ball can get passed to him. Yeah, exactly. He's not passing the ball onto the winger, but well, that's uh, the that's the other reason because then he hasn't got to pass the ball <laughs> at all. He can just run on the wing. That's right, yeah. Cool. All right, so we've both done new ones again, so we've got some grand final winner guys for you. Uh, grand final, look, I'm going to go uh, my hooker. Um, there's only been two grand final winning hookers, um, and I'll go the last grand final winning hooker, and that's Michael Mosley. I love Michael Mosley. Great player. Yeah, um, yeah great defender. Uh, was always getting into everything, and um, yeah, great player. And as I said, the only one of two grand final winning hookers, so, and great bloke off the field too. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, uh, I think I've I think I've got to start filling up my back row here. Um, oh, I've got two names in mind, and I'm not sure which one to go for. <laughs> oh, Let, let's go for the guy who likes to sell merchandise. Let's go, Peter Wynn. Peter Wynn, Winnie. If you don't score there, you never score. If you don't score there, you'll never score. Exactly. <laughs> there, there's another one there, but I'm not going to say it because you'll steal him off me. Um, but I mean, Peter Wynn. Just to, you know, the funny thing about him is he he scored so many damn tries. I mean, I know the records. Uh, in my mind, he scored like a thousand tries, and I don't think he did. I just feel like I was there every time he scored one. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I just he really... was always, always excited when he did score a try. Oh, loved it! Absolutely loved it. And uh, of course, you know, there's on on the ad for the old ads for people and saw it's him scoring a try. So, um, you know, it's I don't know. Just maybe that's what it was, and maybe I just kept thinking he scored all the time because of that. But <laughs> but he was a really great player, and I. I I think he he'll go really well just in that back row there. So we'll see we'll see what happens. But um, I'm starting to start to like my side a bit here, Troy. I'm liking both the sides to be honest. <laughs> uh, this would be a one hell of a game. That'd be fantastic. We'd, we're going to have to chat about later um, about how it's played, what era, and what rules we're playing in because yeah, that would make a big change. Yeah. 
But um, okay, cool. So uh, you're next up, and we've got some. We've got the modern guys again. All right, I think I'm a bit short in back rowers as well, to be honest. So, oh, look, I'll go the Dally M second row of the year last year. Isaiah Papaliki. Um, he had a massive year last year. Let's hope that he can back it up again this year. Um, off to the Tigers in 2023, but still with us this season. So, Well, this year, yeah, this year is, this is the year. I mean, yep. I know it's really funny. I know a lot of people are going to scoff at that if they're Parramatta fans who have listened through to this point. Um, but everything just feels like it's lining up to me. Um, and I, I felt that way before, many, many times before, and I've been hurt many times before. But there's something about the fact that we're losing, you know, multiple players uh, and they're all probably wanting to go out in the high. And, you know what I mean, we've been close the last few years. We've been we've been right up there in a chance. And look, I still argue, you know, one one pass, you know, gets past the Panthers, and we probably win the whole thing. But, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like it's just he did have a great year. I, I feel like um, he was a bit of a shock. Like they were a bit shocked by him, and they they did start to kind of, you know, understand what was going to happen a bit later in the year. Some of the some of the other teams. Um, yeah. And then they moved him into the into the back row, into the sort of middle, um, off the bench. And I think he did a really good job. So I, I don't think it matters where you put him. I think he always puts the effort in. So he's, I think he's a really good choice. Yeah, uh, as I said, let's hope uh, he has a massive year this year. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I mean, I could choose Sean Lane. I'm not going to, but I could. Because okay. there's a there's a there's a um a certain person I don't know if he listens but a certain person out there who uh, they were all rubbishing Sean Lane last year and I said look he's not as bad as you think uh, and I've been now ra- labelled the Sean Lane um, lover and uh, no one seems to like him uh, I may <laughs> take him eventually but um, I might just I might just leave him there at the moment yeah. uh, let's what am I gonna do you know what I'm gonna do I am going to take Something a bit different. I'm going to take okay. um, I'm going to take Ray Stone and put him at lock because I think that is okay. yeah. exactly where I think Ray Stone should be playing. Um, and obviously Nathan Brown is anyway at Parramatta, so you know probably not oh. going to get a chance there. But I think that come round one of 2023, he might well have the 13 on the back for the Dolphins because I think he's just made for that position. Yeah. Um, he's got he's got good ball skills. Um, he's an amazing defender. He's, you know, basically he's in a similar mould to a lot of the locks who have done really well recently. And yeah. I think he just needs a chance. And I think he'll be a really good player. So um, I'm going to chuck him there. And you know, it's probably a couple other guys I could have put him first, but I don't know. I just I saw his name. I thought I saw a 13 spot blank here, so I thought I'd chuck him in. Yeah, and uh, look, as a para fan, I don't, I don't uh, begrudge him for going to the Dolphins. He went there for opportunity, I think, and. You know, was it 28 games in four years? So, mm-hmm. um, again, another one who we hope has a big season in 2022 and, um, yeah, goes on goes on with it at the Dolphins. Yeah, well, look, I, I really want him to have a massive season, so big of a season that, that uh, Brad Arthur has to consider whether he bothers, like whether he puts Nathan Brown on to start or he puts him off the bench. Like, that's how big a year I'm hoping that he has. Yeah. I don't think he will, but... Let's just let's just hope for it, and then if if he's playing like that, then the rest of them are playing like that. You know, it's going to be a big year. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, we're back to the the guys from the grand final winning team. Okay. Um, what do I need? I need a halfback. I need a centre. Um, I probably need it. Oh, I've got Gutho as a goal kicker, but uh, look, I'm going to go. Uh, I'll I'll fill up the engine room. I'll go Jeff Bugden. That's good. Yep, nice. one of the bookends. One of the bookends. Tough, big. Cool. Jeff Bugden, there he is. There's a lot of these names like it, um, who are left there. They're they're all just good solid players. You know what I mean? Oh, like, definitely. Yep. Like a. We've we've pulled through quite a lot of the really well known guys, uh, but you got some other guys in there like a, as you were going through that, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, there's some really good 
really good players there. Um, not sure what to do here uh, because I have the other guy, but I don't know if I should take him now. Ah, stuff it. We'll have him. Um, I think he did play second row a little bit. I'm going to have Mark Laurie, and I'm pretty sure he okay. played second row. Tables. Yeah, everyone loves him. Um, he played. I think he played a bit of um, centers as well, didn't he, or something? Or yeah, yeah. Probably I lock as did, well actually. at some yep. point. Yeah, but I'm going to put him in the second row. So it's going to be Peter Wynn and Mark Laurie in my second row. Um, look, I don't know. Something about him. I always loved him as a player, and I think he just has that right um, ethos to him. You know, like a good solid worker, and and you know gets the job done. So that's why that's why I think I I kind of like him there. So nice. All right. Um, so you're up again, and we got back on the current guys again. Current guys. Have you got a list uh, of what you got? Do you want me to tell you what yeah, positions you're no, missing? No, no, I think oh. I've got. Uh, I think I only need a centre, another winger, yeah. a halfback, and a second row, and then you got the bench. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I'll, I'll fill up the winger spot. Yeah. And look, we've got big Guru on one wing, so you know, why don't we have big Marcus Evo on the other wing? <laughs> That's a good wing combination, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Both big blokes and uh, do do have a good hip bump, or in Mike's case, just run over the top of them. Mm. Um, I just like to see him in full flight, though. Just get the ball and just run and yep. run hard. Yep. He seems to be jogging when I when I watch him in open <laughs> space. He always looks like he's jogging. Um, yes. Sometimes I think he's just tired from doing a lot of work in, in like, defence or something or, or doing yeah, the run-up. Yeah. You know, like, I think that's what happens, and, and he does do that a bit. Um, but, yeah, look, at it. I still think he's a really, really good player, so I don't want to say too much bad about him, but, yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately, he's out for half the year with his knee injury, but yeah. um, hopefully he can get back in that second half of the year and Definitely. hopefully have some game time. Definitely. All right, well, um, I don't think I'm going to get a front rower from this lot. There's some reasonably okay guys here, but I might leave that. Um, I need a fullback. I need a winger. Feels like I need to maybe just fill my bench up a bit, though. So, who am I going to go with? Oh, this is a tough one. Um, you know, I might... Yeah, okay. Decisions, decisions. Yeah, I know. It's getting harder because there's so many guys I really like, but yeah. I don't know which one is the best one to go for. I'm going to pick Murata Niakore, um and put okay. him on the bench yeah. because I reckon if you if you really wanted to, um, and I may even do it later, I can chuck him in the centres and I can yeah, move someone to a wing. Yeah, and, or he comes in off the bench. or You know, like this. I've got quite a lot of guys with... with um, little bit of utility value here. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think he works really well for it. Um, and he's just... I know he gets, he got suspended a few times. He can have a few brain explosions, but I've always loved him as a player. Like, right through from juniors, I thought he was a really great player. So um, I think I, I'm really happy to have him in there. Yeah, no, good choice. All right, so we're back to uh, the, the classic Eels team, if you want to call it, the grand final winners, guys, again. Um, yes. So I'll go for um, a bench spot number fourteen, mm-hmm. um, which usually probably covers a few positions um, if needed. Um, as you said before, a bit of a utility value, mm-hmm. um, and I'll go Paul Taylor. See, I left him um, there for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, squizzy, um, what fullback five eight. Jump in at halfback if need be, but uh, yeah, could play a few positions. So great player, great defender. Uh, got a a lot of mix-ups with uh, Peter Sterling with the long blonde hair back in the day as well from commentators. <laughs> yeah, especially because what used to happen was um, Peter Sterling used to play like a like a sweeper in defence. So if they thought oh, that's the fullback, that's Paul Taylor, and it wasn't. It was um it was Sturlo in at like that sweeper position. So That's right. And yeah. and, and a player that Sturlo actually said that he should have got the Clive Churchill in eighty six as well. Mm. Mm. Alright. Uh so 
I I'm gonna fill up my wing. Um, I'll put him on the wing. Uh, I'm gonna have David Lydiard. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I think it's because I'm a little bit younger and I I got more of his career, but I always loved watching him play. Um, and I mean, he could play anywhere really. I think he probably ended up playing back row a few times and stuff like that. But I did. I really liked him again. Just a nice, solid player and. I mean, I, th- I feel like your wing combination may beat mine a little bit, but, um, you know, I- I'm still very happy with Liard out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, grand final winner. Um, yeah, can score a try. Can play a bit of fullback if needed be as well. Well, that's also the other thing. If I if I really, really need him, um, I may end up having to... Yeah, I may end up ha- oh, I've got a couple of guys there on this list. Uh, that I think may have played a little bit of fullback, not a lot, but uh, one of them's going to have to take the the role unless, uh, unless I put Lydiard in there. So we'll have to we'll have to work out which way we go when I eventually get there. Yeah. All right. Well, you're back up with the um, the current guys. Now I'm not a hundred percent sure. Has Dylan Brown ever played centre before? <laughs> you can put him there. I don't mind. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll uh, give you uh, that uh, one. I think he is mostly always played five eight. Um, yeah, I don't know. Look, I've never seen. I can, I can see if I can. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he's played juniors there, but I can quickly check on um, Rebelly Project to see if he's got any other positions. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I, I could I could throw him in in the centre. Um, but he's played he... he's played fifty four games in the NRL for fifty four games at five eight. Uh, yeah. And six finals games at five eight, so he's not okay. played any other position but five eight. But I, you can put him in the centres. I have no problem with that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we'll go Dylan Brown. We'll okay. go Dylan Brown. All right. I think he'd go quite well as a centre, actually, especially in the old style centres, like an inside centre. So, yep. you know, you got Penasino as your outside centre and Dylan Brown as your inside centre. That makes a lot of sense. He probably would have been a centre back in the day because I feel like Cronin's kind of not exactly the same thing, but has a bit of ball skill, but is more of a runner, and I think that's what Dilla Brown is as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and great defender as well. Um, has speed and yeah, passing game and keeping game. All right, so... Mm, not going to get a fullback out of this lot, I don't think. I mean, Hayes Perham plays fullback. I don't know if I'm going to take Hayes Perham. Uh, let's. Shawnee Russell. Yeah, he plays a bit of fullback too. I, I have some guys in the grand final team I think are going to be more my fullback. So. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take Ryan Madison. Okay. I know some people don't have a massive massively great opinion of him, but I think he's a really quality player. And I, I watched him, you know, as a 5'8 for Paramount in the end of 20s. Um, and was very sad when he left and then, you know, saw him get all that success at the Roosters and then, you know, went to the Tigers and, and when that whole stuff was happening about, oh, he wants to come back to Parramatta, I was like, well, of course he does. Who would want to yeah. play from any other club at Parramatta? So, That's right. You know, like it, surprise, I mean, I was very disappointed because well, basically Parramatta, to, I mean, you know the story, Parramatta told him that he was going to be a back rower and the Roosters yeah. said, oh, no, come play for us and then he signs on and then they went, hey, by the way, you're a back rower. So, yeah, you know, like they did exactly the same thing as Parramatta wanted to do, uh, but obviously, you know, they got away with it because they're the Roosters. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and what don't they not get away with? <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, all right, uh, you're up for the grand final, guys, again. Grand final. Um, look, I'm going to throw Johnny Muggleton here. Uh, Back row, second row. Yeah, okay. Um, um, I think he played three of the four grand final winning teams and um, backup goal kicker to Guffo, or they could have a kickoff at training <laughs> for that sport. <laughs> well, I reckon Moulton may take that. He, he's pretty good. He's a very handy yeah, goal kicker. Yeah, he was a so... to- toe poker. So... I mean, they're all yeah. toe pokers back in that day. So. Oh, definitely, yeah. You know. Um I'm just doing a bit of a bit of research. Interesting. Okay, so he did play fullback. I'm just there's a couple of guys. Okay, so I've got these guys in my in my head, right? So yep. I've got Graham Atkins, Tony Chalmers, Mick Delroy, Neil Hunt. 
So they're all okay. well known as wingers, right? But I just wanted yep. to have a look because I had a feeling that at least a few of them did play fullback. Um, I'm sure Tony Chalmers played fullback at some point. Uh, I might be wrong about that. I'm just going to have a look really quickly. This I'm is... pretty sure McDelroy's played fullback. I know uh, Atkins played. Um, no, Chalmers didn't play. Uh, Delroy. Yeah, I think Delroy might have played fullback at Parramatta at one point. Um, I'm just trying to find a guy who's who's like reasonably... Yeah, okay. So it's probably between Delroy and Atkins. Um, I, don't think, I think Neil Hunt didn't play any fullback. All right. Um, I mean, do I take the, the dad of the, of the NRL referee that doesn't like us, or do I take Mick Delroy? <laughs> Let's take Big Delroy, because, I mean, I uh, like Grant nice. Atkins, he's really good, but I think Delroy is more of a fullback, uh, and I'll chuck him at fullback there. So, yeah. I'm happy with that, actually. It's not a bad choice. I think that, that back line, could, we could move it around a little bit um, and probably still get a similar result. So, yeah. Yeah, no, good player, good solid player, Mick. Uh, it was his birthday the other day. So, uh, happy birthday shout-out to Nick, if you're listening. <laughs> if these players are listening to this, they're going, who are these two weirdos talking about our careers? Well, you never know. <laughs> they might be. Who You can never tell. Well, either way, I I didn't see a lot of Mick Delroy, but I know that he was a great player. So, And I just wanted to know how I was going to fit them in. So yep. I think that's probably the way to fit him in is to put him there at fullback. Cool. Nice. All right, well, you're back up again for... Uh, the current players. So the only starting position you don't have is a halfback, and you've got uh, a fourteen, sorry, fifteen, sixteen, and an eighteenth man. All right. Well, I think we should get a starting side uh, together. So I've, I've left the run a bit late in one of the most crucial positions, um, and there's not a lot of players on the list that play um, halfback, to be honest, but. I'll go Jacob Arthur. Uh, so you, um, you, the the son is getting a, a run. Yes, yes. From the coach, <laughs> the coach's son is getting a run, and uh, yeah, a lot of people do say that that he's only getting a run because of the coach. But which is bullshit because he is actually a really good player. Um, well, that's right. And partner with Brett Kenny, uh, the old and the new, um, could be a good combination. Yeah, exactly. Uh, look, I think. I think of your choices that are left, um, I don't think there's many choices left. So, yeah, <laughs> I think you've got to kind of just go with that. Um, I don't. I can't even think of anyone else that plays halfback. Maybe Hayes Perham. In the old team, I can't think of anyone in there either. They're all... Yeah, there's no one there. There's no halfbacks left. I think that, that's, that's right. I think I snookered you with the Mitchell Moses. I think if I hadn't taken him, yes. you would have taken Mitchell Moses. That's right. But I yeah, really wanted yeah, him because sure. I, I thought he just suited my team better. Um, I, I'm i not going to fill my side out yes, yet because I'm going to leave that prop position for one of the guys in the in the older team because I've got two or three that I'm thinking about. Um, and let's see what I could do. Maybe what we should do is... See, I've got two smaller guys on the bench. I'm going to take... Oh, yeah, I'm going to take Oregon Kafusi. Okay, yep. It was a choice between him and, and Makatoa. Um, but I don't know. It's just something about... I think Kafusi steps up when he needs to. Uh, he hasn't done well when they started him. But when he comes off the bench, I think he adds something to that team. So um, I think that coming off the bench in this team, it would be he'd be a pretty damn good player. So, yep. um, And if I don't find a good prop, he can go in at the starting side. So, you know. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, you've only got two bench spots and your 18th man left. So you can do whatever you like, really. All right. Well, I'm going to go a player that could probably play front row, could probably play second row. Um, Paul Mears. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, he's got a bit of a kicking game on him too. Um, yeah, and as I said, can play front row, second row. He'll probably mm-hmm. try his hand at lock as well if need be. But uh, yeah, poor mess. That's a re- that's a good choice. Um, so I need a front rower. So my choices. What have I got? I've got Bob O'Reilly. 
We've got Stanjard. Uh, Terry Lee better play front row? Or... I think Hildish was a back rower. Steve Sharp was a back rower. Bit of a hooker. Um, who am I going to go for? It's a tough choice. It's a really tough it choice. Is, it, is, it is getting tough now. <laughs> well, because well, I know... See, this is the thing, right? I know Bob O'Reilly... From a little bit of him, and I, yep. and he's a bit of the old style, you know, front row. And I know, I know Stan Jerd, um, and I'm, I'm tempted to pick him just for the rhyming slang. Um, <laughs> and I, and I, I think I did see a little bit of Terry Lee better. I, I did, didn't remember too much about him, um, in terms of like, you know, I was a bit too young when I think he might have played a couple of times. I remember the name, I'm not sure, not sure. um, yeah, look, he played till 88. I just wanted to check that because yep. I would have probably seen him a couple of times, but yeah. Let's take, let's take, um, oh, sorry about this, Troy. This is a <laughs> no, really tough right, choice. It's like, it's like trying it to is. choose my favourite child. Um, <laughs> it is getting hard now, don't worry. <laughs> oh, let's have Terry Lee better. I mean, I could have. I could have very easily had any of the others. So yeah. we'll put him in there. Well, you never know. I might, I may put one of the other ones on my bench or my 18th man or something. We'll see how we go. Um, yep. So this is our last choice of the current guys. So um, you can you can basically choose whatever you want because you've got one bench spot and the 18th man. Okay, so we'll go the 16th. Yeah. Um, and it's current player. Um, and a player who I thought did reasonably reasonably well last season, although he didn't see a lot of game time, uh, a lot of minutes, uh, but can also play a few positions as well if need be, um, and that's Bryce Cartwright. Okay. Yeah, so he can play 5-8, lock. Could probably do centre if he needed to. Um, he can also score two tries in, in two touches, so that's that's, that's also right. good. That's always handy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was that was surreal that day when that happened. I was like, he yeah, touched definitely. the ball twice, and he scored two tries. So yeah, wish he could keep doing that. It's a great strike rate. It's better uh, than Marcus sure. Sebo's. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> now that's really good. Um, look, I'm I'm still not sold on him. Obviously, we've extended him. He's going to be there. You know. He's there next year, obviously. Um, I don't know. I think I think he's he does offer something, offer something different. So you know, you just never know. You never know. We might we may get down to the, the last few minutes of a very important game, and he might pull something out for us. So I think that's what he's there for. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's really good. Uh, I am not going to disappoint anyone on Twitter, uh, and I'm going to take my 18th man. I'm not going to put him in the start. But I'm okay. going to take Sean Lane, and he's going in at 18th man. Okay, yeah. Just, just cause, I know, because I'm running Cause out of can. spots. I'm running out <laughs> of spots, and I, I didn't see anyone else there that really. I mean, I look at the other guys in this list. I, I don't really want to take a winger. Um, Hayes Dunster, I don't really want him. I've got a lot of younger guys. I've got uh, Rimu Greg, which you know, there's no real point. And Makatoa is good, but you know, I'm, I'm probably going to make it up to one of those other other guys I didn't pick last time. Uh, for the for the uh, bench spot in the grand final winner, guys. And um, I keep saying Hayes Perrin, but I'm not going to pick him. Yep. And, uh, yeah, the, the rest of it, I mean, there's some there's some good guys. There's Sean Russell there, um, Bailey Simonson we haven't picked, but, you know, some really good players. And I'm definitely not picking Tom Opacek. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tom. so it's your last choice, and you can put whoever you want at 18th man, but it's going to be one of these grand final winning guys. So yep. um, I'll let you choose who you want for there. Well, look, after we've both picked our sides, uh, there's probably not a lot of, a lot of players left uh, from the grand final winning uh, teams. Mm. But I'm going to go with a crowd favourite and could probably f- fill a few positions in the in the pack. Um, and you mentioned him earlier, mm. um, Stan Jurd. Yep. Yeah, scored a try on the opening day of Parramatta Stadium. I think it was the second try, I think. Mm-hmm. 
That's um that's a great match. That's actually up on if anyone's got KO or anything like that. I think it's on the Fox stuff as well. Um, that game is that's the game we play against St George, and we absolutely smash them. It's a great game, fantastic. Yep. Um, and that that's the I think it might be the first game, maybe not the first game, but it might be the first game Brian Jackson plays, and and you know. I think he's a bit of a crowd favourite too, going forward from that point. But, oh yes, but he definitely. didn't. He didn't make it because he didn't play the grand final in that year, so um, he's not in our list. But yep. um, yeah, like it, I, I just remember that that was such a fantastic day. Like obviously, you know, the opening of the of the new Western Sydney Stadium, as it's called, but we all know it's called Paramount Stadium. Um, that was a pretty you know pretty amazing day as well. But I think the '86 opening of Paramount Stadium is is probably a little bit more special. Yeah, for sure, especially after the fans burnt down Cumberland Oval in 81. Yeah, exactly. And we'd spent, what, four years without a home ground. So, you know, yeah. I mean, everyone complained about the two and a half or three years where it was um, without Paramount Stadium. But, yeah, I mean, and, and even though it got ripped down and, and this new one is obviously better, um, there's a lot of great memories at Paramount Stadium for me. Like, that, there's some, you know, just everything about that, it's just etched in the memory. So, um, you know... Interesting. But yeah, Stan Jerd's a great one. Um, and like I said before, he's great for the rhyming slang too. So That's right. <laughs> Not a very good rhyming slang, but yeah, no, rhyming no. slang for sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, still a fun one. Uh, I think I need a bit of beef. Uh, but do I go... Which way do I go? Um, the the I'm going to... I just want to have another look at something again because I want to see how many games... He played in each position, this fella, because I think he might be... Oh, oh it's utility for him, too. Yeah, okay. I am I was going to... I was feeling... I was really feeling um, Bob O'Reilly, but I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to put Ron Hilditch in there. Okay, yeah. Um, played a bit of front row, also played hooker. So if Reed Marty does go down injured, we can we have an old style hooker in Ron Hilditch to, to take over. Um, it, it gives the bench a little bit of utility. I think if you really had to, you could chuck him in the back row. But we've already got two back rows on the bench anyway. Um, yep. But yeah, I think it's uh, we've got enough positions covered that way. I think that's that's probably the way I'm going about it. I, even though I kind of I don't know, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Bob O'Reilly. I kind of went well. I made my choice. I got Terry Lee beater. That that was the choice I had to make. So, um, yeah, that's what we're left with. All right, yeah, smart move. So, so we're done. So, what we'll do really quickly, because I'm sure everyone was following along very easily, but maybe what we do is we'll just go through each of our teams um, and just have a quick chat about it. Yep. Uh, and yeah, so so your team is uh, assuming you don't want to change positions, but I think you're pretty good. Uh, you got Gutherson at fullback. You got. Uh, Eric Groth Senior and oh, we're just calling it Eric Groth because there's only one Eric Groth at yeah. this point. Uh, yeah, Groth and Sivo on the wings. You've got Penasini and Brown in the centres. You've got Kenny at 5'8", Jacob Arthur at halfback, Junior Paulo, Jeff Bugdam up front with Michael Mosley. You've got Isaiah Papalihi, John Muggleton, and then Ray Price at lock. Uh, your bench is Paul Taylor, Paul Mayers, Bryce Cartwright, Nathan Brown, and you've got the big man Stan Jurd at 18th man in case he needs to slot in on game day. Um, yep. How do you feel about that side? Do you feel it's uh, it, it's the better of the two, or how do you think you went? Oh, look, it's um, very hard to do, obviously, um, uh, with two of us picking. But I think, um, you know, Dylan Brown in the centre could be a bit of a talking point, I think. Mm. Um, obviously, Jacob Arthur at halfback. We've got the as I said before, we've got the the old with Brett Kenny and the and the new with Jacob, so mm. that that could be a good combination there. Um, I feel and... like I feel like your forwards are very good. Like I I love your forward pack. I mean, a forward pack that's got Junior Paulo and Ray Price in it um, is is pretty epic. But then you add Papa Lee and Jeff Bugden and John Muggleton, and then you've got I mean Mosley. Is is a tough little guy too. So I mean, yeah. he's not that little, but you know, he's pretty tough. I and off the bench, like you said, you got Nathan Brown coming off the back fence. You got Paul Mayers there, and then you've got Bryce Cartwright to come on to give you a bit of variety. Like if we're playing, if we're playing modern rules, um, I feel like even if you're playing the old style rules, I feel like your forward pack maybe has mine a little bit. Um, 
but yeah, look, I, I feel like because you had to chuck Dylan Brown in the centers, you might have struck that might be a bit of a struggle out there. But your backs are also pretty damn good. Like there's there's not a bad player in your whole team. So yeah, I mean, as yeah. they shouldn't be because these are both really great teams. But um, oh, yeah, look at and I mean you got Gutherson at the back. Um, as I, I'm assuming that your captain will be Gutherson, or do you want to? Would you want to put someone else's captain, Brett Kenny, maybe or? Oh, look, I, I think I'll go Ray Price as the captain, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Inspirational leader. Yeah, uh, I thought maybe you would say that. I didn't want to, I didn't want to give it away what you were going to say, <laughs> but I thought I'll, I'll say two other names and I'll wait for him to say Ray Price. Yeah, no, nah, I'll, I'll go with uh, Price here as captain, um, 86 career final winning captain. Um, as I said, in, inspirational leader, um, never gives up and certainly a good a good player to you know, look up to and follow um, on the field. Yep, yeah, cool. All right, well, so, and then, of course, you're, you're um, coached by Brad Arthur, so I'm assuming Brad's going to get the best out of these guys. Uh, my coach, Jack Gibson, is pretty happy with his side. Uh, we've got Mick Delroy at fullback. We've got Wonga Blake and David Lydiard on the wings. We've got Mick Cronin and Steve Eller in the centres. Moses at 5'8", Sterling at halfback. Uh, up front, we've got Lee Beater and Regan Campbell-Gillard with Reid Marty at, at uh, hooker. We've got Peter Wynn, Mark Laurie, and Ray Stone in the back row. Uh, and my bench is Hilditch, Neokore, Madison, and Kafusi with Sean Lane at 18th man, just for the joke value. Um, like I said, I think I, I still like my Ford pack. I still think Lee Beater and Campbell-Gillard are pretty damn good, but I feel like oh, Junior yeah. Paul and Jeff Bugden are maybe... The, the better half of those combinations. Um, Peter Wynn, I think, is is a, is a real winner. Pardon the pun. Um, and, look, I've gone Ray Stone against Ray Price. They're both called Ray. They're both tough, but I think Ray Price might just but just edge him on skill. Um, but I do kind of like my back line. I think my back line is where, I'm, if I can hold you in the forwards, I think the back line's going to score a lot of points. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got the great, centre combination there, the Crow and the Zip Zip in the mm. centres. So that's a pretty strong centre combination. I mean, if you chuck Longer Blake at the end of that instead of the Guru, um, that's pretty much what we've got. So as long as the ball gets past Mitchell Moses, the ball gets out to, you know, Cronin and Ella, and then you got Longer Blake on the wing, I feel like that's a pretty solid combination. Oh, um, definitely. I don't know what kind of rules we play this in. If this is modern-day football... Um, I, I I don't know. I'm not sure which which combination is better because I feel I feel like my centers are more are more traditional centers, obviously, and yours are, yeah. are a little bit you know that yours are the modern guys. Um, but yeah, and I, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not sure what would happen. Um, I feel like Sterling can play in any era and be and be brilliant, and same with Kenny. So I don't think it matters much in the halves. I think both our halves combinations are okay. And then, like I said, up front, I think you may have the edge either way. But, yeah. I, I don't mind my bench, though, actually. I think my bench is quite good. I think Ryan Madison for the utility value is pretty good. Yeah, definitely. As you said before, can play a few positions. And, uh, yeah, no, good value there. And you've gone for mostly a current team bench. Hmm. Yeah, it is, actually. I didn't have noticed that. I've got a lot of current guys on the bench. I've got mostly... Mostly the historical guys in, in the starting side. Um, I think they all gave him. I think I've almost got utility in all of them because I've got New Corey who could play centers if he has to, and Madison could play centers or in the halves. And Kafusi, I mean, he's mainly a front row, but you could put him on an edge if you had to. And I mean, even Hilditch has got the bit of utility because I can chuck him at hooker if I have to. So, yeah. Um, and I mean, I could probably put I could probably put Ryan Madison at hooker if I really had to. Like there's. Or I could put Mark Laurie at hooker. I don't know. This, or I could put Ray Stone at hooker. Like, I've got so many damn hookers. Yeah. Um, because I think I'm just worried about Reed Marty breaking down again. So I just need to make sure that I've got some <laughs> I've got some hooking options waiting for me. <laughs> well, you got plenty. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, they're both, uh, yeah, fantastic teams. And it'll be interesting to see if you put, like, a, a vote up to see who the fans would think would Win a, win a game but as you said it depends on what rules is played yeah well this is the thing I know that there's a lot of guys talk about um, about how great you know guys in the past were and, and that sort of stuff I mean that that discussion's been going on 
you know, since the start of rugby league. Like they basically the guys who who were the very first guys playing rugby league, you know, when they got to say the thirties or forties, were like, oh, these guys are, are soft. And then the guys who from the sixties were told they were soft by the guys from the forties. And you know, like the game was tough and the game was played a different way, and it was completely different. So, I mean, the era we're talking about in the eighties is these guys are not full time professionals, and yeah. A lot of a lot of people saying, "Oh, look, you know, any decent player nowadays would just run all over the competition." Back in those days, but what they don't realize is that any any player nowadays would have to have a full time job and wouldn't have the same access to you know training and and all this sports science and everything they've got. If you gave the guys from the eighties all that as well, I think they'd be just as good as the guys nowadays. They they still, but yeah. I think that's the big equalizer is is being able to have all of that you know, nutrition and sports science oh, and sure, yeah. all that sort of stuff. I mean, that's what makes these players so much more dom- like so much better than they were before and, and the time they can spend being what they are. You yeah, know, like, like play 300 plus games. Yeah, I mean, there's no way that... Like that's the achievements that some of these guys have come up with. I mean, they're still great achievements playing 300 plus games, but playing 300 games when you played through the 70s and 80s is a is a bigger achievement than playing it now. I think. Oh, massively! Yep. Yeah. I'm just going to throw in a, a spanner in the works here. Mm-hmm. Uh, where would this game be played at? Would it be played at Cumberland Oval, mm-hmm. Parramatta Stadium, or Combank Stadium? I have a feeling. Where would Where would you like to play it at? I want them to play at Belmore. Belmore. Just just sure? because that was our home ground for like three years in the middle of the of the run, so just make them play at Belmore, which is one of the worst places to watch football ever. So, <laughs> fair enough. No, nah, no, I'm being fun. I'm being stupid. Uh, I yeah. I feel like this game deserves the best stadium, and I think that the the current the Combank Stadium is the better one. So I think we ah, should play it there. Good. But maybe okay, what we yeah. need to do is we need to invent a time machine. Um, we need to basically send all of the players before they make grade all the players from modern day back to the 80s and then they have to play they have to train through the 80s and they have to play that way and then we yeah. create an alternate dimension and all the players like Ray Price and all the old guys they get to start their careers in the 2010s uh, with all the sports science and then we play that game as well and we'll see who wins it's like two halves okay um, yeah that sounds good <laughs> Just how many premierships would Parramatta win if if Pricey and and Co uh, were playing in two thousand and ten? <laughs> if this side, if either of our sides was the was the two thousand and twenty side, I think, like and with them being you know at the same dominance that they were the eighties guys, I think either of our sides is is pretty good. But if we put them both together, we could make a, a, a amazing side. Yeah, imagine so, the salary cap. <laughs> could you put a, you couldn't put a price on it, could you? No, nah, but see, Mick Cronin plays for handshakes. Um, yeah, so that's right. yeah. you know, and I don't think I don't think any we, we keep them all in the same salaries they were on in the eighties. They just play the two. They just playing two thousands, two thousand tens, or twenties, or whatever it is. Um, yeah. All right, that's cool. That's awesome. Well, I that worked out better than I thought it would. I think these are two excellent sides. I've got a, I've what I've done is I've type them out as we're going you probably hear the typing as i was doing that uh, yep. so what i'm going to do is i'm going to put both sides out um and we'll put it on twitter I'll, I'll do it just after the episode so i don't give away what we've what we've talked about um yep. and yeah we'll get some guys to vote uh some paramount fans and some non-paramount fans and just see what they think of of these two sides yeah no it was definitely something fun to do and um Towards the end, there is getting a little bit hard to do with all, <laughs> all the players, but no, nah, it's definitely something good to do, and it'll be interesting to see what the fans think of the sides yeah. first of all, and and then which one would win. Exactly. Well, I mean, I'm happy to have you back on uh, to to try something like this again. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, next Thanks. time we could be really, really um, morbid in our thing. We could we could pick the Parramatta sides from about say. I don't know, 92 to, to 94. Um, and then we could also put the Parramatta side from, I don't know, what's a very bad era, uh, in more modern era, maybe 2003, oh, 2012 to 2014, maybe. Yeah, yeah, 11, pretty, 12. 11, 12, and 14, they're pretty bad. Um, but yeah, we, we, maybe we could try that next time. And then, then we yeah, can really no, talk about good. some, we can talk about some players that really don't deserve to be on a greatest ever list. Yeah, that that sounds good, and yeah, I'd be 
more than welcome to join again and be up for that challenge of picking a sword. All good. All right. Well, thanks very much for for joining me, Troy. I've I've had an excellent time, and um, I hope everyone's still listening. I hope all the Paramount fans are listening, and everyone else. Um, and yeah, look, like I said, uh, check out Paracave Podcast. Um, have you got how are you are you started for the new season now? Uh, yeah, I'm a few episodes in, cool. so um, every Monday get a new one gets released. So yeah, we're I'm about four episodes in for the year, so. Um, yeah, so every Monday an episode comes out, so awesome. keep your eye on all the socials. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I'll let you get going with your, with your night, and uh, thanks for joining me. No, thanks for having me.